them of us. You know what? They sing like that. Mom and dad's got to have some of that talent. They got some of their genes. That came from somebody over there. Uh, yeah. Brother Gaylor, he's laughing. He, he could probably sing away. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm so happy for the Gaylor family. They've came here. Praise the Lord. They've been a big asset to our church. Thank you, girls. God bless you. Now it comes to preaching time. The most important time of the service is the preaching of the Word of God. The, the old-time King James Bible preaching. Man, I tell you, I love preaching. I'm telling you one thing. I was brought up on old-fashioned preaching, and uh, some of these guys up here have been brought up on it, and uh, we chew on it and chew on it, and it, it'll get in you. It'll digest inside of you. But uh, we got a preacher tonight. I'm telling you, we got a quarterback. I tell you what. Uh, the first strings down in Virginia at a resort. They're down there having a good time. Brother, Brother Waller's down there uh, preaching to his staff. And, and we're up here in the second string. And uh, we're still in the ball game. Amen. God bless your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Brother, Brother Jake, you know, I, I remember not too long ago as I came through here, I, I would see Brother Jake pushing that uh, baby carriage. And had all them babies in that thing. How many was in there? Two, three, two. Okay, two at a time. And he was really uh, serious-minded about taking care of that carriage and pushing them babies around on the outside when we would leave. And uh, I used to tell my wife, "There's a there's a guy that's just uh, uh, just surrounded his family and loves his family and cares about his children." And that's one thing that I've uh, I've noticed about Jake. He's a family man. He's a, He's a husband. He's a father that cares for his family. I've learned to love him. He's, he's one of our youngest deacons on, on our deacon board. And uh, Pastor Wollard and Pastor Bain both wanted to train some of our younger men and get them on there because us old fellows one day are going to pass on unless Jesus comes. and We'll all be up there together. But uh, I love Brother Jake. He's, he, he's, uh, he's got input. He's got wisdom. Uh, he's not afraid to take a stand on things. Uh, he's like his dad. Where's John at? Oh, there's John sitting over there next to the wall. I tell you, praise the Lord. Uh, I praise the Lord for him. But he's going to come and preach for us, and you get your Bibles ready. And Brother Jake, God bless you, brother. Thank you, sir. Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you, sir, for having me come and preach today. Um, I just want to tell you, this is something big on my bucket list. Okay, I have a spiritual bucket list, and this was something... Probably about five years ago that uh, God just laid on my heart. I mean, I, I, I didn't finish Bible college, but I just fell in love with God even more. And uh, I just wanted to one day maybe get up here and to share my heart with my church. Amen? Because I, I, this is the only church I know, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, I, I won't forget thinking about certain sermons. I would be in my truck just praying, talking to God. And there was something that God gave to me one day. And I'm like, if I ever had the privilege of preaching to my church, this is what God gave to me. And then a few months ago when Pastor Woolard uh, asked me to preach, I knew exactly where I was going. And uh, I am very excited about tonight. Uh, if, you, if you don't mind, go ahead and open up to 2 Timothy chapter 1, if you're not already there. 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1. I'm going to be honest with you, this morning when preachers started preaching... He went to 2 Timothy chapter 1, and I got scared. I'm like, no, he's, he's preaching my sermon for tonight. And obviously his wasn't until like verse 16, but I did get scared. I'm like, no, i got to go home and rewrite a new, a new sermon. So, But obviously he, he did not. Uh, it was, like I said, uh, in verse 16. 
So if you don't mind, I'm going to be reading the first eight verses, okay? It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayer night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of, my, of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Be not thou therefore, I'm sorry, be not thou, thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, there's several things that jumped out to me when I was reading this, okay? The first thing was forefathers, okay? Forefathers. And everyone knows what forefathers are. Those are people that came before you, like maybe your brother Shank, amen? Brother Shank's like one of my forefathers in the faith, okay? Uh, people who came before you. And then obviously we see three times the word remembrance. So it's all about the past. Thinking about where you came from. Uh, are we good on the mic? All right. Sorry about that. Uh, just remembering where you came from. What, what your family history is. Those who are the Christians that trained you. So, Because I, 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 I love the past. I love old-fashioned, old-timey things. And I love this verse talking about the forefathers that came before us. And then... I see this word unfeigned, okay? I've never heard the word unfeigned in my life, okay? Uh, so I looked it up, because this is not, nothing I hear. I've never heard anyone say it. It's not in anyone's vocabulary. So I looked the word unfeigned. What does an unfeigned mean, okay? Could, could God just have put, you know, when I call to remembrance the faith that is in thee? But God felt it was important to add this word unfeigned. So I looked it up. It only appears four times in our Bible, okay? So this word unfeigned, it means sincere, it means genuine. It means real. It means true. So this faith that Timothy got, okay, that was passed down from, from his grandmother to his mother, now to him, it is a genuine faith. It is real. Okay? This is something that, um, like I said, is true. This is not some false doctrine. This was no, like, Catholic or Muslim. It says this is true. It is genuine. It meant the world to these people. It, it was very real to them. Okay, and then there was another word that, I mean, I just came unglued on, okay? So it's saying unfeigned means sincere, genuine, real, true, and then it says on force, okay? And I got excited, okay? Because, you know, the, the faith that my parents passed down to me, no one made me trust in Jesus Christ, amen? It was a decision I made. Everything I do is because I made that decision. And I love how we see a grandmother, yes, she passed down her faith to her daughter, and then her daughter passed her faith to Timothy, okay? But Timothy got it. It became real with Timothy, okay? And uh, I, I just get excited about things like that where God's real to people like he was to Timothy, to his grandmother, and to his mother. Amen? Amen. So, uh, and then there's another word that I, I, I love, okay? And it's in verse 6. This is, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. And that's my go tonight. That's my dream, okay? I'm preaching to myself tonight. Because, like I said, God gave this to me, and I just wanted to share it with you all. 
I just want Shenandoah to get stirred up for God again. Amen? I want us, we have a great pastor, we have a great vision, God's been good to us, let's just get stirred up about certain things, okay? We get stirred up about football and basketball and everything else, but let's get stirred up about Jesus Christ, amen? Let's get stirred up, okay? Yes, Satan's day is coming, okay, and and that stirs me up, but I want to get stirred up about the faith that has been passed down to me through my ancestors, amen? Of people, like, from our church, not just my family, but my church. So, there was a few things I wrote down. Because obviously my name's not Timothy, my grandmother is not Lois, and my mother is not Eunice. So I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, write my own thing, okay? So I wrote down the very first point I have is I want to call to remembrance uh, of my church's unfeigned faith, people who taught me in the past, okay? And one of the very first people I think of is Pastor Don Smith. He was my very first pastor. I had the great honor and privilege of growing up here. I had Pastor Don Smith for ten years of my life here at Shenandoah. And under his ministry, obviously, I watched my parents grow in Christ. And because of my parents going to church and being faithful, I got to hear about Jesus Christ. And at the age of seven years old, I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And I remember I was sitting right over here. This is back in the old days when you had green carpet and the green seats and everything else was brown. It wasn't brown or white. It was just brown. It was still in the 70s. Amen. And... Uh, I remember, like the week prior, I went to my mom about salvation, how I'm getting it. I understand who Jesus Christ is and and everything, and I I want to go to heaven one day. And I I realized how real this thing is, okay? Amen? And um, uh, there were some things my my parents said that kind of got me turned on about Jesus Christ. I I realized how hell was a real place and how heaven was a real place. Amen? And so I won't forget, I, I told my mom, my mom told me, she said, Jacob, she said, you'll know when, 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 because uh, Jesus will knock on your heart. I was just a little kid. She said, Jesus will knock on your heart. And I won't forget, Pastor Smith was up here preaching, and it was during the invitation, and man, my heart just started pounding. I mean, just... And I was like, that's Jesus knocking on my heart. And I remember telling my mom, like, Mom, I want to get saved. Like, he's knocking on my heart. And she grabbed my dad. My dad walked me down here, and Brother Tom Tennis was a soul winner that, that works right here. And I remember, baby, whoo. He took me out back in the uh, choir wedding room, opened the Bible up, led me to Christ. And then, of course, I I did what I think every Christian should do. You get baptized. Amen? You just obey God. You just do what he says. Don't question. I know it's hard sometimes, but you just don't question it. Just get baptized. And then, Brother Mike Bajan baptized me. And obviously, I'm not lifting up man tonight. I'm lifting up God. But I love my forefathers. Amen? Amen? Because I wouldn't be here today if people didn't... So many people quit, like, like Brother Bill was saying. So many people quit. And it's, I thank God I had forefathers like a Don Smith, like a Mike Bajan, like a Tom Tennis that just kept on keeping on. And um, that was the first thing that I just uh, called to my remembrance. The day I got saved and, and just how neat it is. I, I know I'm only 30 years old, but I feel like an old timer to talk about these names that maybe some of you don't even know. You know what I mean? I just, I just think that's neat that God, for some odd reason, has decided to have me born to John and Brenda Kidwell. And I went to Shenandoah my entire life, and I got saved. Amen? Amen. So, and of course, I can go on and on and on about many other good memories I have here. Okay, I think of uh, people like Ray Montgomery. Amen? Who remembers Ray Montgomery around here? Amen? Uh, <laughs> talking about leaving some things to the next generation. Okay, and that's what I'm going to be talking on. He left a deer recipe, okay? It was Uncle Raymond's deer bologna, okay? And if anybody wants any of that, my dad has the recipe, okay? Okay, amen? I, I remember that was like a big thing, okay, around here. It was Uncle Raymond's deer bologna. I won't forget, 
Brother Raymond would help out Brother Mike in, in junior church. Imagine, I just have so many good memories of this place growing up here, man. People that, you know, I looked up to. Men, amen. Men of God. Okay, not, not wimps, not sissies. I'm talking about men, hardcore men that worked a job, amen, that weren't wimps, okay, men of God that said, hey, there's something about this Jesus Christ. I'm following him, okay, and that's what I want to be to my kids. I don't want to give up. I don't want to quit, amen, because there's too many people, because, listen, I get it. Everyone's been church shirt, okay? I've been church shirt. You've been church shirt, but you just don't quit on God, Amen. And then second, I put down, okay, I want to call to remembrance of, my, of John and Brenda's unfeigned faith, okay? These are my parents, obviously, John and Brenda. I watched my parents grow in Christ as a little kid, okay? There's many things that some people might not call sin and other people might call sin, but God told them to give certain things up. And I watched them just obey God. God said, give it up, you give it up, amen? And, but I just didn't see God take things from them. I watched God give them things that were, that were even better, okay? I watched my dad go soul winning. My mom, likewise. I remember growing up here. Thursday morning was ladies soul winning. I remember watching my mom go soul winning on Thursday mornings and be back here at night with my dad, and they went soul winning. I remember watching my dad going to men's prayer meeting as a kid. I remember watching my dad join the, the bus ministry for the very first time. But my dad did something that I never saw any other Christian man do, Okay? It was he introduced it to his children, okay? Me and my brother, I'm not lifting me up in any means. But I remember as a little kid, my dad felt the need of introducing God to his kids, amen? And I remember as a little kid going to men's prayer meeting and praying with my dad and maybe another man. Months go by, and then I won't forget, they're like, hey, Brother Kidbar, are you okay with one of your boys praying with Brother so-and-so over here, because he, he doesn't have a prayer partner. And I remember as a little boy praying with grown men, okay? And I think that's what we need to do with our kids, is take them to, you know, a ministry that you're a part of. Don't exclude your kids. Amen. Show your kids God and the things of God, okay? Because you wonder why so many people AWOL on God is maybe they were never introduced of how, how great it is, how real it is, amen? And then I, and another thing I thought about was obviously... Uh, it was on a Saturday. I won't forget. I went with my dad. This was obviously under Pastor Don Smith era. We were upstairs uh, during the uh, men's prayer meeting. It was the Persian room back in them days. I remember my dad telling me, he said, Jacob, he said, uh, we're going to be a little bit longer today because I told Brother Mike I wanted to join the bus ministry. And I remember as a little kid going with my dad, going to the bus meeting, which was over here now. And um, afterwards, uh, we, we, we went with Brother Mike, and we split up. And, I, and I, Brother Mike started hitting, hitting his bus kids, and he told my dad just to no, knock on some extra doors. And as a little boy, I was probably seven, eight years old. For the very first time, I watched someone get saved. I watched my dad have his New Testament out, and he led a man to Christ. Okay, And that just did something to me, man, just thinking about how my dad did things. And, maybe, and it convicts me, because I'm like, I'm not doing those things. You know what I mean? Is it not real to me like it is to my dad? My dad's a first-generation Christian. I'm a second-generation Christian that's been given so much. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty bad. And I I just want to kind of hit hit a reset button because I have kids. Brother Shane talked about how much I love my kids, and I do. And I just want to do the same thing that my dad 
did, that he showed me and my brother the things of God, and I want to pass that on to my kids. Okay? Um, here's just something funny, okay? I, I, I got to add some humor to it, okay? Obviously, you know my dad. He loves hunting. Amen? Who likes hunting in here? Does anybody like to hunt in here? Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. So my dad, obviously, wanted his boys to get into hunting. Amen? So he didn't wait till we were 15, 16 years old and say, her, her son, this is a shotgun. This is how you load it. Okay? He taught us at three and four years old. Okay? You, you got to start back then. I remember, I was telling someone the other day, I won't forget my very first hunt with my dad. I was four years old. Hunter was three. We lived, we lived in a trailer park right next door here, and we went in the woods. And me and Hunter are just talking. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't know. We're talking, having fun, playing with sticks. Okay? <laughs> and I won't forget watching my dad go, shh. He was very patient. Just shh. And then he shot the fox, okay? And we were pumped and everything. But I learned so much from my dad because there's so many people that I see, and sometimes I'm guilty of this. You have your kids, you're like, oh, be quiet. You know what I mean? Oh, just shut up. You know what I mean? Stay with your mother, okay? Your kids don't need that. If you want your kids to turn out right with God, you know what I mean? And, and, and to take what you've given to them and run with it, go even further with it, then maybe you include your kids. Be patient with them, amen? Don't, don't, don't just be rude and leave them home with mama, Amen? introduce them to, if, if it's real to you, because obviously it was real to a couple ladies in the Bible, like a, a, a Lois, like a Eunice, it was important to them, it was real to them, it was so important to them that they passed it on, amen, to the next generation, okay, amen, all right, I, I gotta see where I'm at now, forgive me, um, uh, and then the one of the things I wrote down about my mom, okay, I wrote this. Things that my mom taught me. My mom taught me how to pray, amen? When someone does something against you, pray for them, amen? And that's why I want to pass it down to my kids. I won't forget, I was in school one day, and I had a teacher that was kind of rude to me. That made me mad. I was hot. I went home, ran my mouth to my mom. My mom said, go to your bedroom, pray for him. Pray for him. And I said, I ain't praying for him. He was rude. He was in the wrong. My mom said, just be quiet. Go to your room and pray for him. And I won't forget, I went on my knees. It, it took me a while because I was upset. I was angry because, I mean, this person humiliated me. Okay? And I won't forget going and just giving in to God and just pray to God, ask God to help this relationship out. And I won't forget the very next day, this teacher, a teacher, walked up to me and said, Jacob, he said, I was wrong. I'm sorry for what I did. And I just saw God. Like, that's something that I'm going to tell my kids how I saw God because I went and I prayed. I gave, it, I gave my burden to God and I watched God convict this person. You know what I mean? And the person apologized and that friendship was mended. And I watched my parents even go through some things in their Christian life such as that. And I watched my parents always pray, always pray. My parents could have given up. Their, their feelings have been hurt just as much as anyone else, maybe even more. Okay, you can't go to a church like this and not be offended and get hurt by people. But I watch my parents, they say, hey, God has me here. I'm not here because of a pastor. I'm not here because of you. Okay, I'm here because this is where God has me. And I get so convicted because there's times in my life where I'm ready to quit. Because Brother Rocky Roach didn't talk to me today. You know what I mean? Or Ben. Ben said something that was smart to me. Okay, and it convicted me. And you, and you just give up and quit. Okay, and I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying, this is what I've seen. As a Timothy, this is what I've seen. And it's like, it's, it's not good, man. Because you don't want to be, be remembered as that person that quit. Because you know why? You might be saved, Dad. You might be saved, Mom. You might even have kids that are saved. Amen? But you're going to have grandkids one day. Okay? 
And they may not get to hear the gospel because they're going to look at you and say, well, you AWOL'd on God. You know what I mean? That's why I keep going, okay? I know it's hard. I know it's tough. But i got children that I want to spend eternity with, you know what I mean? And show them that it's real, that it's genuine, okay? Obviously, I can't, I, I can't force them, you know what I mean? I want, it, I want them to get it, amen? I want them, I want it to be real for them and say, man, I like what I saw in my granddad, what I saw in my dad. I want it to be real with them, amen? Amen! And then lastly, I, I got a few things here, and then, then I'll be done, okay? Ask myself, what can I do to pass uh, my faith down to my kids? Number one, introduce it to them. Introduce it to them. Like I said, with my brother and I, with anything, hunting or, or, or the Lord, it started at an early age. He introduced it to us. My parents introduced us to the faith. Number two, obviously, I've said this a million times, make it real. Don't be fake, Okay? Don't, don't live one way on Monday through Friday and act like you're a holy Christian on Sunday. Make it real. Be genuine. Let them see you pray. Let them see you walk with God. Let them see you when, when you're going through that battle in your life, when, when you're ready to give up and quit. Let's make it real for our kids. And then make it fun. I put make it fun. My parents, any, anything we did, it was fun. Be honest with you. I won't forget there were several mornings where we would get up on a Saturday morning Go kill some squirrels and then came back down here for the bus meeting. Okay? That was my life. Okay? That's the only the only thing, two things I know is hunting and church. That's it. Okay? And I love it. Okay? The reason I love it is because my dad introduced it to me and I loved it. And I'm gonna pass it down to my kids. Amen? Amen. This is a funny story. Um, obviously I love watching hunting videos. And I watched this hunting video a couple months ago, and it was of a dad and his little boy. And his boy killed his first buck, and the boy's crying, the dad's crying, they're all pumped, crying. I start crying. And Barbie's like, why are you crying? I was like, that's going to be me and John Luke one day, okay? That's something that I love, I'm passionate about, and I want them to get it, amen? Amen, okay? I just, like I said, I love everyone in here. I want me and you to get fired up again for Jesus Christ, and I want me and you not to quit, okay? Trust me, like I said before, I know it's hard. I know there's things that we feel like we've been, you know, uh, misjudged or whatever, but let's just keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, and and let's think about the next generation, amen? Let's think about your kids. Do you want your kids dying and going to hell? No. So let's just keep it real. Let's be, if, if we sin, get right with God, amen? Don't cover it up. Just get down here, get right with God. And make it real. Make it fun for your kids, man. I mean, and I love it. I, I love everything that God has given me, and, and, and I don't deserve it. I mean that. I, I've been too blessed, like I said, by men like Pastor Don Smith, by Meg Bajant. They've given me some things. My parents have given me things. And it's not right, not right, that I just give up. Amen. Brother Shank. Oh, boy, I can preach, can he? That's the first time you've ever preached here, isn't it, brother? It is. First time. Hey, glory to God. You were fired up, brother. <laughs> Amen. The zeal of the Lord took over. Amen. All right, let's all stand. We're going to have the invitation. Let's all stand.